0: Thank you so, so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for episode four of the Hot Ham Sports Network's podcast. So, so very glad to have you on this cold, cold Staten Patrick's Day Parade Day. You know that's today, right? That's today. That's today. What's going on today? It's a big day in Staten Island, a big day uh, for everyone. And we are just so glad to have you here and welcoming you once again to our little sports podcast. Vin, how are you doing? I'm good, it, and it's not so little anymore. <clears throat> yeah, we're bro. we hit a spike. I don't know what the hell happened, but an increase of twelve thousand eight hundred percent, which makes no sense. It no
1: sense at all. But it was it was fun. Yeah, it, it was, was great, great to see. It was the, really good to the see. People of the group have <clears throat> been awesome. Uh Thanks for Facebook this coffee, group. by the way. Oh, you got it, man. Really Country a, Donuts. You got to be up. You got to be up and ready to go. i, I will to bring you the coffee. I'm gonna do
0: a free plug here for Country Donuts. Si, that's on Facebook. You Know, I always had Dunkin' Donuts like all the time, but they're really good. Country Donuts, Country is Donuts awesome. really good.
1: Today's show is brought to you in part by Country it's Donuts. It's not, <laughs> you can't, I don't think you're allowed to say
0: that. Like, because then they, then you're you implicating that they, uh,
1: well, we're drinking, we're talking about it, we're drinking the coffee. If on it wasn't the show. for their
0: coffee, maybe I wouldn't be able to do it, like, I wouldn't be able to go so, on.
1: So, Dom's energy is brought <clears throat> in part, my by energy Country is brought Donuts. to you
0: in part <laughs> by Country Donuts. Uh, sorry, we didn't do a shoe show last a shoe. week. A shoe <laughs> tore my meniscus two weeks ago. Lost my wallet last week. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna die any <laughs> going second. Going forward, it, it, the way that it's going, like the pathway that we're going down, it ain't it's, gonna, either, it's, it's not pretty.
1: It's either that or there's only one way to go it's up. So let's hope for that. Yeah, hopefully this
0: is a. I'm turning a new. I'm turning around the tanker. You
1: know, so to speak. You know who else could only go up from here, Don? Who Deontay Wilder? Well. Holy- <laughs> The man got his ass
0: beat. Let me tell you something, okay? I watched that fight in its entirety. I watched a couple replays of it. Fury came out with nothing but fury. Let's just say it like that, okay? First of all, before we even before we we even continue, um, the ring entrances were one of the best ring entrances I've ever seen (sighs) in my life. So bad, no, they were not. They were great. First Fury all, was Fury was brought out on a throne carried by a bunch of Valkyrie. And women. What was
1: What was the song that was playing? Oh, uh, crazy, you, crazy, <laughs> yeah. crazy, crazy. It's it's so like it's so WWE of yeah. Wow, well, <laughs> he
0: he's he's such a showman. And then Deontay Wilder comes back, comes out as a cyborg. It, it had lights on it. That thing was unbelievable. And you know what's so funny? Dom the frog, who who. Is a part of this somehow? He he texted me saying, "Watch this suit affects him in the fight." Did he really? Yeah, he said that, and That's... that was one of Wilder's excuses that the the suit was. 45 he looked like pounds. Shredder. He from, did look like Shredder from know. the Ninja Turtles. The turtle. memes were great. I love the fact that when you could look at Twitter and watch your watch the event at the same time. It's just the memes are instant. It's amazing. We are how living fast people are We are living it. in a meme world, and I love it. That is what's so much... It's just too much fun.
1: I was so disappointed in the fight because we spoke about it the last episode we did. Yes. And we was, we both had Wilder to knock, knock, <laughs> to knock out Fury. And if you're out there and you're listening to us, I hope you didn't agree with us and, and put any money on it because you would be severely disappointed.
0: The only reason I was saying, and, and I think I did say it when we alluded to it in the last episode before the fight, the only reason that I said that Wilder was going to knock him out was because I thought that his corner or his team... Was going to figure out how to do it. I mean, this is the upper echelon of boxing. You're top of the top level boxing. You got to figure out how to beat these people. But it turned out that it was Fury's corner yeah. and Fury's trainers that figured out how to beat. It was a new, was a new corner. He
1: he, he had a new the, trainer for yeah. this
0: fight. It was Emmanuel Stewart's like nephew, who's a knockout. They're pretty much known for Sugar, as a knockout gym. Sugar Hill Stewart, I think the guy's name yeah, is. And yeah, and it. We, uh, so like in the they first put the pressure round, on. I mean, right away the, the bell rang and sick. Fury ran. <laughs> He He ran across the ring into him, and you could. And what was interesting was at the end of that first round, Fury. I think it was the end of the first round or the end of the second round. Fury hit Wilder with one of the stiffest jabs. The left. I I thought it was gonna. It was a no. It was a jab. It wasn't even a hook. It was a fucking jab, and it looked like Wilder almost went down from it. Like that was such a strong punch. And you have to also figure into this. Fury was coming in like twenty one pounds heavier than the first fight, and and I think he had like like 30 or 40 pounds on Wilder. He did. And he, that's he, a lot. He was heavier than Wilder the first fight. I think Wilder was 212 the first fight, and he was yeah, 234. He was, yeah. Now he was coming in at like 269. And you know, another thing is, the, the the official weigh-in, you know, is the weight at that time. They put on even more weight, in betu- like, between the weigh-in and the and the first belt.
1: So, you know, um, I actually, I spoke about this last week uh, on, I, I forget what it was on. It was on YouTube or Facebook, whatever it was. They, it was really smart by uh, Fury to keep putting his weight onto Wilder. Of course, if you that's saw a, like every time they wrapped up, it wasn't just like uh, shoulder to shoulder. He kind of like got his head and leaned forward
0: it's every a, single time. He, d- he would do that to fighters. He did that to the guy from Philly. I forgot his name. That was getting to Fury. He was leaning on him. It's boxing. You guys are fighting. Like you know, this is what you're doing within the rules of the game to do it. And Fury got a point deducted from him.
1: It's, it's funny how everybody wrote off Fury, and we did we did too. Yeah. And this is a guy who, he came back and he beat Klitschko. So this this wasn't like oh, some he, lucky, he embarrassed Klitschko. He really this, did. But this wasn't like a lucky fighter who was on like a decent run, like when uh, Ruiz beat Joshua. That was and incredible. And then Joshua came back and beat him. So Fury, he's beat some big-name guys, and I think the, the uh, Fury-Joshua matchup is now what everybody wants to see.
0: You know what's crazy is that a lot of people were saying that I, I was one of them that said Fury won the first fight outright, and you disagreed with me. But Fury was not going to let that happen again, right? He went out and he found a training staff. He found he found the the coaches that were going to get him to knock out Wilder, if not at least get a stoppage, which is what happened. He beat he beat him up. Now whether he hit him in the back of the head or not. I mean, it's hard. I think it's hard to burst an eardrum. If the eardrum did indeed burst, but that's what you hear. Who knows? I think it's hard to burst an eardrum if you hit someone on the back of the head. So I do think that I do think he hit him right on the back of the ear, and and made that effect. And like if you get if you get hit on the back of the ear with a giant fist like Tyson Fury's, (laughs) it's going to look like you're getting hit on the back of the head. You probably you're probably getting hit on the ear and in the back of the head, and it's a legal hit and and you know it's so fast that you can't even call it an illegal hit when it, when it happens
1: well my the the reason i thought that uh the eardrum might have affected him and now like when i say affected him yeah i don't think given what we saw in the first round and the second round was a little closer cuz wilder came out i made the second round a little closer i think that, closer on, than on the some first. of the
0: scorecards that was the only one the only round that he really won
1: and then in the third round when the whole thing happened with the ear the only reason i thought it affected him a lot was because after that he looked drunk. He almost looked like he was just like f- trying to survive. And in the first fight, we saw Fury hit Wilder with some big shots. And Wilder, he didn't have that like wobbly leg look. He was able to take the punches. But in this second fight, he was constantly backing up. He never was well, the Fury aggressor. Kept,
0: Fury kept bringing it. And and what was interesting was I've never seen Wilder that uncomfortable in the ring. Never. Regardless of so before the eardrum pop you could even see then right if you look at a replay of this of this fight if you take a look at it and this is why I like I understand there's no excuse as a fighter you should say there's no excuse but he didn't look like he had his legs under him at all during the entire fight no it was it was crazy from then... the first bell to the end it looked like he was his legs were fucked up well, so well the suit I really do think the suit <laughs> fucked him up. Do you really? I you swear to God, it? I am, because if I watched it again and you could see right off the... Now, it, not to take anything away from Tyson Fury, it either was the suit or the pressure from Fury or maybe a combination of both. Because this guy did not look comfortable in that ring whatsoever. His legs didn't look like they were there at all. And and Fury punished him. His mouth was bleeding. The guy got fucked up. The well, corner stopped the fight. And, I'll tell you and what it was a rightful. It was the right decision.
1: I'll tell you what if it was the suit. This yeah. is just this is a big if. If it was the suit, he better come out in the rematch wearing his shorts and beat the shit out of Fury. Because if he comes out with no none of these like ridiculous suits that he's wearing and this fifty-five pound light-up shredder, he was amazing. Get though. up and he gets his ass kicked again.
0: I would. <laughs> I want to see him come out in a. Trojan horse a Deontay Wilder Trojan horse like a giant statue of himself. Could you imagine? And he's hiding inside of it. And then when it gets to the parks in front of the ring, he pops out like <laughs> he should come out
1: dressed as as Apollo Creed.
0: That would be good. That too.
1: that I love that outfit. That would because, be the, well, the Uncle Sam light. thing. It's know? light. Yeah, he it is lightweight. It. You don't have to worry
0: about it. But I am excited for the for the next fight. Um, you know, Wilder has has to has to bring it and Fury has a lot to lose now because he's he's the one who has the pressure on him. I think to 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 defeat uh, Wilder, and again. it's funny because you look back
1: at boxing, and it's going to make a lot of money too. Oh, without a doubt. But you look back at boxing and like two years ago, as as, as uh, recent as two years ago, everybody was leading up to Wilder and Joshua and Joshua. Yes. And then I thought when they set up Joshua to fight Ruiz, it was supposed to be like Joshua is just going to kick the like shit out of this guy, yeah. And then they're going to build that up, and then. Joshua's just been—he came back and he beat Ruiz the second time, but now everybody wrote off Fury after this one. And when Wilder was gonna win, like everybody thought, it was gonna be the Wilder and and, uh, Joshua. And it's like Joshua keeps getting pushed to the the back burner.
0: Well, he also doesn't like to—he doesn't want to fight.
1: Well, he he doesn't like to fight in America.
0: Well, he listen—he could easily fight Wilder or Fury, and he's just not doing it. And it's a smart decision. It's kind of like what Manny Pacquiao did—he picks his fights. He he picks the fight that he knows that he can win, and then he does it. I mean, I give Joshua a lot of credit because I don't know if it was a mandatory rematch or if it was a mandatory fight. But when he got beat by Ruiz, he went back and, and fought him. That was bad, man. Well, I mean, we watched that. Fight it wasn't. Together. Bad. It was a great fight. I mean, that's that's if you're a boxing fan, that's what you hope for. You hope for the upset. You hope for something that is completely impossible and improbable. That was just And that's amazing what happened.
1: because you look at these two guys come out and it's and it's almost like Wilder and Fury. You watch them come out in the body types. Yeah. And Joshua is just like this giant like he's not as like sculpted as Wilder but compared to Ruiz who's just like flopping around the ring. Let me tell you.
0: After watching what Ruiz did and then Fury, it's the year of the fat man.
2: Like, it's like <laughs> it's, it's well, finally that year. I don't
0: know. Wait, did Ruiz do it in 2020 or did he do it in 2019? 2019. 2019. Either way, we are in the fat. Maybe man it was a era. calendar year. We're in the era of the fat man. That means that Bartolo Colon is going to come back.
1: Big sexy. Big sexy's
0: coming back, and he's <laughs> going to he's going to be the leader. He's going to be the. Uh, I would. Lo- I would
1: love to see him back. Why not? Because he's going to be our. Everybody knows him. Big Bart.
0: Really excited for the next fight, and uh, if uh, if you agree or disagree with anything that we said, just call in on our number, which is
1: 201-549-9703. T- nine
0: nine give us a call. We got a call from Butch coming up later. It's really, really fantastic. He really got into some details on some things. Um, but one of the things we need to talk about is the New York Rangers. So I was a huge Ranger fan uh, a while yeah, back, you, like, and I out. fell off so hard. When did I fall off? I fell off. After um, the cup. I think the last year of Elaine Vignol is when I dropped off. So it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a couple of years. I liked him. Elaine Vignol. Yeah,
1: I like. I thought he was a real good coach.
0: But <laughs> that man's responsible for at least two riots in Vancouver. Well, all oh so. yeah, they <laughs> so hate him. Yeah, they hate him. So let's be real
1: about that. Well, but yeah, we, we liked him in New York. I mean, he was a credible coach.
0: It's funny because now, now that life has kind of calmed down a little bit for me, you know, I'm settling into my routines and everything. Uh, I said, well, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the Rangers again. And what it's a time to come time. back in. We got a th- two thirty 30-goal scores.
1: Yeah. Right? Panarin and Mika. Zibanejad. And a little bit of
0: a trivia, Vin. I mean, we did this before. For those of you that don't know, the last time the Rangers had two thirty 30-goal scores, when was it and who were they? I
1: know Yager, Yager. was one when he That's scored the, the 50.
0: He scored 54.
1: Goals. Oh, man. The other one is on the tip of my tongue. Give it give it to Peter me. Pruca. Peter Pruca. Peter Pruca. Peter
0: Pruca, I think he scored 30. 30. One two. time, right? Did he do when, it one time? I don't... Listen, he was a flash in the pan. I mean, I don't know when it, when it happened before that, but I know that that was the last time. And I think it was 2005 2006. That was a long time ago. Those Peter are some Pruca, good times. That Yard- was... that Was Yager. was it 2005, 2006?
1: That was when uh, they had Brendan Shanahan on the oh, team. was it 2010,
0: 2011. I don't remember now. But yeah, Brendan Shanahan was on the team. That guy now is like a fucking... He's executive. Like, yeah, Just like Chris Drury in that terrible contract. Yeah,
1: Shanahan does the, uh, he hands down the punishments
0: for the league. Yeah. which and he is explains like,
1: it. Which is like such a bad guy to be handing down punishments. Cause it's he, not
0: like it's Donald Brashear handing out the punishments. No, but, but
1: Shina, remember when Shanahan fought Brashear? Was, and he uh, just like hugged him? We just we just <laughs> held
0: on for a dear life. he did.
1: That. But the Rangers, man, they got, and you know what else the Rangers did. He was have?
0: a 73-year-old man fighting Donald Brashear. They, That's what happened.
1: They have a, uh, a little bit of a passing of the torch going on right now.
0: To who? There's three goaltenders. Much <laughs> like
1: what you went through as a Giants fan with Eli passing it to Daniel Jones, it looks like Igor
0: Shosturkin is, <laughs> <laughs> is going
1: to be the next Rangers goalie for a long time to come.
0: Well, what about this other guy, uh, Georgiev?
1: Georgiev? He's you pretty, know what's amazing about safe? him? And I like him. And he got the first shot before Shosturkin, and everybody loves Igor more
0: than him. Yeah.
1: And he, Georgiev is actually younger than Shosturkin. Which is pretty incredible.
0: It's so weird because, like, um, we were talking about this last night, and I I said to to Vin, you know, we have it here at the Hot Hand. We have people of all different ages and age groups in terms of their sports lineages and funness. This was the first time that I actually was attached to a player for so long, and then they retired. Longquist, uh, No, no, Eli. Eli. And, like, it's such a – I mean, it's going to continue to happen as time goes on. You know, because obviously these guys' careers do have to come to a close. And it is such a bizarre feeling. It's really hard to describe. It's not even so much as the passing of the torch. Because Hunt- Lunquist is not that active right now. No. You hardly see him out there.
1: I think he's going to play
0: tomorrow. He is. And then you got these other guys, you know, playing and stuff. Just like when Daniel Jones was playing and Eli was just sitting there, you know, just whatever. And then Eli had that game. Like, the last two games he played was in Miami and Philly. You know? Yeah. And... You're just like, okay, that person's always going to be there. And then the retirement, like when the, the announcement's there and it's over. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's to be no more. And you're just like, you sit there and you're like, Jesus. You know, it's what amazing. A, what a run. What a great
1: time. It's amazing because now we're getting to the age where, so like younger, I loved Mike Piazza as a Mets fan. But yeah. he started before I was able to understand Understood. baseball. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like we're at the point where we're watching these guys start and finish. So, yeah, like, yeah. It's, so it's trippy. being a 49ers fan, like, I saw Patrick Willis drafted and retire.
0: And he retired early.
1: Yeah, know? I saw Frank Gore drafted and getting ready to retire because I don't know when that man's going to retire. He's it's like the Wonder. But then, like, Lundquist and Eli. and You know, we're starting to see all these guys, and it's it, it, it's, it's crazy. weird. It, it is a weird <laughs> thing. It's
0: hard to describe. David Wright, as
1: a Mets fan. You just think we that, that loved they're
0: – I was at his rookie game. At, That's at It's Ch- amazing. At, was that a chase? It yeah, was and chase I was Day? at his
1: last game. Wow, look at that. And it's it's crazy, but it's you know that it's part of sports. But now it we're is. starting to see it and it's starting to hit us. We're like, And it makes shit. you
0: I think it makes you appreciate uh, other players more because if you look at like somebody like um even though he didn't get his start with the Rangers, you look at like Mark Messier and how much he means to people. It, it makes you realize how much these athletes really do mean to us. It, really, it of, really does. Like like when, when, when Eli retired and like, you know, his when they were chanting his name and he was crying on the sideline it hits you because it's just like that's a hero it's real of mine. Like, it, it is it's real. real it's a real thing <laughs> and like you know now you look at these videos of like Andy Richter getting his number retired or Mark Messier and like you see the emotion you see the overwhelming emotion and like we're not attached you're not attached to you could like i mean yeah you know who Mike Richter is you know who Mark Messier is but you didn't share it's amazing because when they when these teams win these championships and you witness it as a fan you feel like you're sharing it with them. You really do. Well, you really I don't and know, truly do. I've seen it. <laughs> I'm telling you that you really and truly do. So that's why it hits so much harder, like with Eli, for me, and with other people who are older than us who were there in '94 to see Mark Messier win and to see Richter win, Graves win, Bleach.
1: Yeah. And this is why I, This is why when because Lundquist is going to be the next guy whose numbers go up into the rafters. Yes, I, I would love to be at that event. Because Mm. he's meant, like you said, when our whole uh, group of friends was really into the Rangers, yes, he was like the guy. He was our guy. And we watched him from beginning to end. And, you know, it's just he's one of those guys that's really a shame that never got to hold up the cup. Yeah, it really is. Because he's gotten so close so many times, and it's like it's just eluded him.
0: Kevin Weeks was the goalie. Jesus. Right Christ before him. Kevin Weeks. It's so crazy. Remember but now Mike, the Rangers Mike Dunham and, and all oh, those guys. Oh my god. Throwback right there. <laughs> but the Rangers are doing pretty well right now, Rin. I mean they they they're a little bit on on fire, so yeah, to speak. They, they, they won really nine are. road games.
1: They lost their last game to Philly, but they right before that they won 9 of 10. They won I think it was nine straight road games yeah. before the loss to Philly and it's like they got themselves right back in the hunt for the playoffs and it's amazing because this was a year coming into the season where everybody wrote them off. This was a rebuilding year and one of the big free agent signings I think in New York I'm going to say history. Okay. Because Artemi Panarin has completely sped up this rebuilding process to a year or two to like now.
0: He he, he I mean look, he is unbelievable. I haven't watched the Rangers in a couple of years. Okay, so I have a perspective that is a little bit unique. I haven't seen this team. I don't know anything about them. I right. don't know anything about the coach. I didn't even know Lindy Ruff was fucking coaching this team. Okay, when they're like, and now Sam Rose is like, we got Lindy Ruff to blow. <laughs> I was like, Lindy fucking Ruff. What is He's he there. doing there? Right. <laughs> so a totally different perspective here. And now I'm watching it. and I'm like, this this team carries itself with a, with a really good offensive prowess. Right. I was I remember Mika Zabinajad. I remember some of these some of these players. You know, you know um, Chris Kreider. Chris Kreider. But the the defense sucks. Like I'm yeah, watching I'm watching the team and I'm like, all right, let's see how these Rangers are doing. You know, they got two 30 goal scores. They've won, I think, 30, what, four games or thirty two games or whatnot. You know, they're they're there, right? I think they won thirty four games this year. And I'm like, okay, let's have a look. We'll see this team into the into the playoffs, right? That's what I'm gonna do. And then obviously next year, right? Well, I mean, if they make it. And I'm watching. I'm like, the fucking defense sucks. <laughs> and then they they just traded, um, or they just they just traded one of their best defenders. Uh, yeah. But one of their Jesus. best defensemen, defensemen. Um, not what uh, what was his name? Shea. Scotchke. <laughs> they traded Skoczki. Skoczki, uh for for a pick, and I'm like, I'm looking at his statistics, and he's got terrible plus minus. And I don't think how much of that it might be his fault because the, the, the defense sucks. The it's th- amazing that Mark Stahl is still there. He's only thirty three. Remember when
1: he lost his eye? His eye fell out. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his he eye. He lost his eye, it fell out, he had to put it back in.
0: Do you remember when um when Yager had that mustache chin uh, hair thing yeah, it was connected? Fucking horrible. He had a Hitler mustache connected <laughs> to a little soul patch. Like a little
1: brett. Thing. <laughs> he was like
0: I thought to do things. So
1: so you used to be really into hockey. So I want to yes. ask you, the Rangers right now. Obviously, they're a real good offensive team. Would you rather build it the way they're doing now, offensive first, and then the defense, or would you rather have the real good defensemen and then try to get the goal scorers?
0: I remember that when we used to have arguments in Eric's basement about the team and like the direction it was going in, and and like we, the one of the problems that we always brought up was secondary scoring. They right? got it now. You had a pr- a pretty stout defensive team. With, yeah, like Paul Mara would win so many games for you. Michael Roosevelt was there for a little bit. Um, Marek Malik, oh, God, <laughs> still the
1: best one of the best shootout goals I've ever seen when they went into like the John 16, Davidson the had an organ.
0: <laughs> he went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. But, um, I just remember them, they had a pretty strong defensive core, and then you know, we needed. You know, when Yager left, it's like who's going to score the goals for us? And um, it just was. I mean, at one point you had like your leading scorer. I think it was like Ryan fucking Callahan with twenty two goals. Well, it's, it's and funny. then the next guy had seventeen. It was like Brandon Dubinsky or something. You know, yeah. they, they were a checking team. You know,
1: well, that was uh, under what's his name? The, the, what the Tom, fuck? I, Tom Rennie? No, he was block shots
0: and do this. And oh, he, and oh, he, oh! Uh, and he killed them. John Tortorella. John Tortorella. Had good teams, like he okay. had
1: good teams, but he, he like his philosophy
0: was get hit by the puck,
1: get yeah, hit by the, the puck, the, block shots. So it was like these
0: guys I mean, must have been exhausted at
1: the end of the season. Dan
0: Girardi, you know, was out there giving it his all, sacrificing his, his body. body. But, but, but
1: that was like even when they went to the Cup against the Kings,
0: we knew. They were still out physically. They, they got out physical by a team that was physical, and the, and they didn't score.
1: But we knew the players because we were Rangers fans. But yeah. across hockey, and I think this is, I think this is all sports. Whatever team you like, I think you tend to overvalue the players on that team because you're that's a true. fan. Yeah, I think that's true. So we saw these guys like. Uh, Haglin and Dubinsky, and, you know, they go to these other teams, and they're never really what we see them as, as Rangers Nizamov, you know. So it was like, you know, they made the cup, but like you said, they were a very defensive team. Yeah. And they didn't have enough firepower in the world of hockey because Ryan Callahan wasn't a dominant player. Brandon Dubinsky wasn't a dominant player.
0: But, I mean, you're looking at, like I said, I've only seen, like, two games of this new team, but... Um, just seeing the puck handling in the offensive zone, especially on the power play, it, it's been it's it's really good. It's it's, it's a really good offensive team, in my well, opinion.
1: Panarin and Zabanajad. See those guys; no, they're good. And <laughs> I, I don't think we're looking at this as Rangers fans because I've seen Panarin go into games now against top line teams, and he his presence is seen every time he's on the ice. He's a good player.
0: It's like the the puck is glued to his stick. He's a good. So hockey it's exciting. Player. And it, you know it's what a makes shame it that better? Chris Kreider uh, broke his foot. Yeah, down. that I just sucks. To throw that in there. Sorry,
1: but you know what makes the Panarin <clears throat> signing even better what's is that? that he like spurned the Islanders.
0: Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah,
1: he took less money to come to the Rangers, and now the Islanders are in a bit of a tailspin. Which you is know what's great. funny <laughs> is
0: like there's some guy that's like posting all this anti Rangers. Yeah, no. He's <laughs> in the group. <laughs> you know what. Just wear your Gorton Fisherman fucking jersey <laughs> and shut up.
1: He hates the Rangers. <laughs> he but hates so it's much. great because the Rangers won. They I they know. won the season series against the Islanders this year. It's,
0: that jersey was so bad.
1: It, the, it's the Fisherman it's, yeah. jersey. I don't. Why would you even put that on a jersey? It's bad. It's really bad. You can't right. represent New York in a different way. And
0: we're going to take a little bit of a break here, and we're going to come back on the other side of the music with some more sports talk, ladies and gentlemen.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to uh, quit send a quick thank you to everybody on the Facebook group who uh, has been making... The, the group has pretty much been running itself now, and it's been great. Uh, we got just just a few quick names. We got Greg Horton, our big Astros fans, uh, Mike Miller, NASCAR, Noel, who uh, likes to bust the Rangers fans, Balls, he's an Islanders fan, and we got our, <laughs> Balls. We got our resident uh, Grizzlies fan, John Castronova. Uh, he was in there yesterday talking about the Grizzlies' big win over the one-seed Lakers. So, uh, guys, send out those invites on the Facebook group. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Be a part of the podcast at 201-549-9703.
0: And we didn't forget you, Bush. We're going to get your phone call on here a little bit later. And we also want to thank everyone for listening. And listen, um, tell everyone you know about this about this show. It's a fantastic, fun time. We have a great time doing it, and we're really, really happy that uh, we're getting warm reception for it.
1: Yeah, and, and make those phone calls because we love different perspectives from different teams, different fan bases, and uh, we will play your calls on the show.
0: Yeah, we just uh, we want to get everyone involved because that's what it's all about. And that's the hot ham way.
1: Okay, so now that we're back, yes, Dom, I have a question for you. What is it? Uh... The Astros. <laughs> it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving.
0: Big topic, big topic of conversation.
1: Now, I saw recently. It was actually this week. They set an over/under for over
0: hit by pitches. Over. I don't don't care. You don't even know the number. It doesn't matter. It's over. Well, let me just let me over Let me
1: just give you some numbers. Okay, ready? So, 2017, they were hit by 70 pitches. 2018, they were hit by 66. Okay. In 2019, they were hit by 41. So you can see the numbers are dropping.
0: Well, I mean, they're. Not, I mean, they're not targeted. I mean, some of those are accidents, right? Right.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. but okay. So the over under this year. Now keep in mind. Okay. Seven players were hit. Seven Astros were hit in five spring training games.
0: Woo. Okay.
1: Now the over under for the season. Okay. Is eighty three and a half
0: over? It's it's going to be over and hundred percent going to be over. And if if the league dares to try to do something about it. We will riot in the streets. You want to riot in the streets? Because you're looking at the biggest cheating, like blatant cheating, I think I've ever seen in my lifetime of sports, and nothing happened. Nothing fucking happened. Well, coaches were fired. So, fired? Who gives a shit? So
1: now... uh, What the fuck is that going to do? Now, my thing is, like, now I've heard people say the Astros should be uh, suspended from postseason play. Now, I've come back, now, not as an Astros. I'm not an Astros fan, so I don't give a shit what happens to them. But I looked at it like as, so the players, now let's say they cheated 17, 18, 19. How do you suspend them now for postseason play? You'd have to go back and, so like, let's look at the Yankees. The Yankees' biggest free agent acquisition was Garrett Cole. Okay. Is he going to be suspended if the Yankees make the playoffs? Is he not allowed to pitch in the playoffs?
0: If you're able to prove, okay, that certain individuals nefariously cheated i mean it's always nefarious to cheat but if you are able to prove that those people that they need to have consequence but what, there needs what to be would consequence it be? that's my thing either a hefty fine okay or a hefty suspension because you're setting a standard you're making a precedent that if you cheat to win a world fucking series okay you're going throughout the playoffs at cheating. Dom's very
1: his, his, Dom's hands are in the air right now. He's very animated. You're going through
0: the playoffs <laughs> cheating. Right? You're 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 fucking you <laughs> and then nothing happens?
1: No, but listen, I understand something has to happen, but my thing but is But nothing is what, and nothing but will.
0: What? Like what what do people want done? I said a I hefty just, fine or a fuck, hefty suspension. So I mean you, you real have to hefty. find
1: everybody on in the organization. Because at this point we can't pinpoint. Ban them from baseball.
0: Jesus Christ! Ban them from baseball. So anybody why not, who was on those wh- rosters, wh- wh- why not? Why not do something like that? Why not be so brash? What will it? Wh- how will it affect the league? How will it affect the league? The people of Houston won't go to the games. Well, but see, this is my thing. You're going to you get a lawsuit them, from the Astros. The, the, I mean, it's fucking clear as day that they violated the, the rules. Even. But
1: if you ban, if okay, in the most it's got egregious it, it's, way. But it's got to be everybody in the organization. From the top ban them all to from the baseball. players, to ban the coaches, to the training staff. Ban them,
0: ban them all from baseball. Every player who was on the team. Banished.
1: Well, well, listen. I, to boogie that. It's, it's either that, and if they're not going to do that, I, they got to fucking let Pete Rose back in the game.
0: Shut the fuck up about fucking Pete Rose. No, stop. This is so stupid. No, I hate people to do this. This, this, Okay, you want to ban them? No, stop. stop. You want to ban them? Don't yell at the microphone. Hold on a second. You want to ban them? Shut up for a second. No, shut up for a second. Shut the fuck up for a second. This is bullshit. I'm gonna mute your microphone. I'm gonna mute you. Listen to me. I'll yell into your microphone. I don't care. Listen. All right. You don't fucking bring up Pete Rose. Pete Rose has nothing to fucking do with this. Don't even shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You need to do something. You need to do something about this. A firing a fucking coach and giving up a draft pick or whatever the fuck. No, it was a lot of draft picks. I'm gonna be. It shit. was like five. No one gives but, but a shit. No one gives a shit about that's how the draft. They built their team. No one gives a shit about the draft. Okay, no one cares. They stole basically a championship. No, they didn't. They stole. How did they? Are you defending the Astros now. I'm not defending them. What the fuck, are, the fuck? What the fuck are you saying? It. They didn't steal it. Listen. You are fucking, you are fucking.
1: <laughs> Who, do you, Tyson Fury? <laughs>
0: Shit. Oh, my God. I, I will say this. I'm going to try to get the clip if I can. When um when Tyson Fury won, and he's like, he's like first things first, uh, I want to thank Jesus Christ. And then, like, his brother in the back was going, Jesus Christ! Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> the way his brother was saying Jesus Christ <laughs> is, like, the way I say Jesus Christ when I stub my toe.
1: He's like, Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! no. The- what the fuck was I just... Oh, they. Uh, I'll tell you why I don't you're think saying, they stole it. You're saying they that didn't.
0: the Astros deserve just a slap on the wrist no, I for don't. stealing the no, World I'm Series. No, I'm not saying
1: that. I just don't... They didn't steal the World Series
0: first. Oh, yeah, okay, sure.
1: First of all, let's... let's why us they cheat let's then? Let's look back. What Let, was the point of cheating? right, let's look Why back. cheat? Let's look back at 2017. No, no, no. This,
0: you're such a fucking hypocrite. No, you Because you're the first one to say that the Patriots don't deserve what they have because they cheated. No no, you're no, saying, no, 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 no. Go back and play you, that episode again. You, That's not what I said. No, I know that you've said this before, that you're like, the Patriots are a bunch of cheaters and they have no merit or anything like that and bullshit. Now I, you want to go I'm back on what you're saying.
1: I'm not defending the Astros, but listen. That should be a shame to you. In, in 2017, they played four games in Houston. The okay. Yankees scored three fucking runs. Yeah, the y- trash you can't, can. You can't. No, the Yankees scored That's one, trash zero, the one, tra- and one. The trash
0: can. How
1: the Yankees expect to win? Or how, by how many three runs did runs. their Astros?
0: Uh, I think it was like seven. Seven. Okay. Something like that. But if they if they didn't fucking cheat, maybe they have zero runs and then they win three nothing. That but, doesn't happen but, in baseball game. then you got to you go, don't have listen, a, a low scoring baseball
1: game. We spoke about we spoke about all the cheaters throughout baseball's history. At what point is is cheating? Like, there's got to be a line. Cheating is cheating. No. I don't know what fucking lane you're
0: going down because you're telling because, me cheating is you're cheating. Saying
1: ban, you're saying ban these guys. I because don't you asked me, no, the only reason them.
0: I'm saying ban them is because you can't. You couldn't think of any repercussion that is, that is strong enough. I still can't think of one. If you're going to sit there and say that they're cheating, okay, put them in a position to win a fucking World Series and probably cheated in the World Series then they should be fucking banned but other teams have have cheated to win world
1: series i prove it i prove just it. don't okay well look look at teams with steroid users
0: that's different that's totally different everyone was fucking doing it yeah everyone okay, was but, fucking but doing we it. also don't know how many teams were doing that's this like, stealing but that, shit that's like that's like saying that like the Red uh, Sox you can't it. use ice baths or something everyone's fucking no, the using Red them Sox to, to reduce them like how did they use a fucking binoculars in a trash can apparently they were using the apple watches and, and all that shit all right but and it comes and it stems from that one coach right that one manager That's and he should be said. banned from fucking okay, baseball so,
1: but what about they they investigated uh the yankees for using the bullpen phone for stealing signs and what did it? What did the investigation yield? I don't know.
0: I okay, thank you. I mean, but, you're, but, uh, you're pulling just, stuff out your ass saying, here. man. I'm just saying. No, you're not, you can't just people say people cheat. You can't just say yes, they cheat. I just but I when just it know. is not a good look for your organization that people just you can't just sweep this under the rug.
1: Nobody has nobody has brought a logical
0: ban them. I just because don't guess understand what how. you Because guess what happens when you ban them? Okay, well, you, this is what will happen, right? If I'm the commissioner of baseball, you fucking cheat. You've been banned. If Because now you're going to put to bed anyone saying that, oh, wow, you could cheat and win a playoff game. You could cheat and win the World fucking Series. If you do that, you get stripped of your title and you get banned from fucking baseball. So, so anybody you are so you want anybody who was on the team
1: in 17, 18, 19 to be banned from baseball? I'm just asking. Potentially,
0: yes. Okay. I, I, I think that there should be a committee set up, okay, an actual committee sand, uh, set up. Where, or a commission where they they heavily investigate this thing. They torture these fucking people for information. Not like actual waterboarding, <laughs> but I'm saying like make them eat pine tar. You know what wow. I mean? No, I mean actually get to the fucking bottom of this. Find out who the most egregious or the most nefarious of them are and ban them from baseball. So you know for a fact it could never happen again. And then they can't pass that information down to anybody else. I just don't see... Why my- do you think the Mets were so quick to get rid of Beltran when he got implicated? Or anything like that, because it's a fucking terrible look. No, and I, now listen, and, and I now hold on, that. and now and now you're in a position with your league where you're going to have players going to different stadiums, and they're going to get hit with pitches. It is going to be a headache for the MLB. Well, I just don't. The whole banning of
1: get them out of the the team the players. It, it just it, it's Vanished very them. it's very wide now because now you have so many players that have left the team that are playing on different teams that are big parts of these teams. Now, like I said, Garrett Cole.
0: Well, that's why I said he's you a Yankee.
1: Up- so now you're punishing the Yankees losing their ace pitcher, which they would be going into the season with Garrett Cole as their ace. So now you're punishing other teams for I'm what saying, happened with say- the Astros.
0: I'm saying that you have to set up the commission where you you vet and, and investigate who are the most, the heaviest hitters, no pun intended, or the of the of the trash can or whomever who whoever was at the top go like you you draw a line somewhere it's like if you could link them to directly making an impact on the game with their cheating they get banned like Altuve banned but how will we know gone you that, that's listen, that's what I don't listen, that's what we I don't do get. know that's the thing is we do know right we do know so you but, set but up don't a, you think at you this you point- do this thorough investigation you say we're trying to figure out a way to maybe have a fine or something or some sort of action, like a couple games or something. You get people to give you information. You get people to give up people and then you fucking ban them. But now it, it's it's such a You making it seem like a crim, criminal enterprise wouldn't eat itself alive.
1: No, I just don't understand now like, like if it's let's say let's say me and you are on the Astros, right? And we were involved in this and they come to me and they say, Was Dom involved with the cheating? And I say, yeah, he wore the wire, or he banged. Now, now you turn around, and you say, I, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about.
0: Okay, but, but you, you tra- know, you know what I'm saying. But, but you're tra- now you're you're trying to cast doubt on the entire thing. It's out; they know no, that it is it out. But I'm just
1: saying, as far as and first of all, if out. you
0: want to get a little extreme here, they're all complicit in this, except I, for the I, guy who blew I the agree whistle- with. Except for the guy who blew the whistle. Right? He blew the whistle on that. Well, them, he remember.
1: was on the team that won. I'm just saying. No, but I just I I'm understand just that, but like if you're on the team that won and, Listen. and and David Ortiz came out and said it made him look like a little bit of a snitch, which I do kind of understand because you were there while it was going on. You knew about this. You won a World Series with this team and then you leave. Yeah, I don't know what side you're on. And man. then yeah. you do it. You know, it we, honestly, we I'm could, conflicted.
0: Sit, I'm could conflicted. sit here, <laughs> we could sit here and argue what ifs. Until until the sun comes goes down, we well, could do be that a long time. All right? But we could only, we could sit here and argue what if nine thirty in the a.m. We could sit here and argue what ifs, and we'll be here for a fucking while. But guess what? When it all comes down to it, either you act. First of all, the worst thing you could do as an organization, which I think the MLB has just done, is to do practically nothing. Yeah, what did you do? Well, they took away their draft picks. And oh. All that shit. They, they fine them. oh, they they fined them. They had them fire the coach. That's and... so terrible. <laughs> Well, listen, and guess what? A listen, team cheated your game and won a championship.
1: Baseball has always been a game that I do uh, love it though.
0: I do love the uh, the history of it, and I do love the controversy.
1: It's it's always pretty much policed itself, and I think now we're coming full circle into the players taking care of it because I think they are going to get hit by a ton of pictures. I
0: want to see the Astros have a. Bench clearing brawl with every single MLB team, every single one. You should do an over under of how many bench clearing brawls. I think be. we,
1: I think we mentioned it on a show. I think we said four,
0: Did and we? I think you said over. I want, I want the over. I want the over, <laughs> and no one gets a warning. No one gets anything. See, you know, you know what's interesting? There should be, there so should be targets on their backs. The MLB, there should be prices on their heads. The MLB, there should be the rioting ball. in the streets.
1: Again with the riots. What the fuck is with you and these riots? I want to throw
0: a brick in <laughs> through a window. That's what I want to do.
1: That's, riot. Well, listen. Go to Philly. They riot. riot. They riot when their teams win. All right, go ahead. But um, it's it the MLB really the schedule makers really dropped the ball with this because obviously the Astros <laughs> and the Yankees have this whole thing, and the Astros don't come to New York until September. Oh man. But but they now this is what I'm interested to see because we all know obviously the Yankees dominate this city with the fan base. Yeah. The Astros come to City Field very early in the year. I'm. More, I want to see if the Yankee fans come out to City Field to to boo the Astros. And no, to get on I think them.
0: the type of fan that you are, you would cheer for the fucking Astros when they come in. I, not against the Mets. You would cheer for them. You not would
1: against give them a, the Mets. Yeah, no, you fuck would way.
0: You give them a round of applause because you're some. If being, I went to Yankee uh, Stadium, I would I would give them an ovation. See, that's so stupid. You know how <laughs> stupid that is. Like, do you know how actually stupid that is? It's not. You're a dum dum. Like, people that do that are dumb It's not. If you root
2: well, against... let me ask them, you
1: something.
0: A team that you have no tie to, you don't
1: give a shit, whatever I, the case I have a tie to make.
2: every team. I'm a no, sports that's, that's analyst saying, here.
1: Who's your most hated
0: sports team? Uh, princess. Professional. Uh, <laughs> let <me> princess? See. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say something <laughs> to throw you off there. But the, the worst hated team? Yeah. Maybe uh, the Eagles or mm, the Devils. I really hate the Flyers, but I not the Eagles, maybe, or the Cowboys, yeah. Okay, so, so you
1: hate the Eagles and the Cowboys. Let's say, yeah, I don't know the Texans. Well, I'm just going to stay with the Houston, yeah, why the not? Houston bandwagon. Let's say the Texans cheated and beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Okay, would you
0: would you hate the Texans for that? Not really, but it's a totally different circumstance. But you, why you, you 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 fucking sit there and you celebrate when Yankees get hurt? No, listen. yes you do. No,
1: because I put it in the group. Listen, no,
0: I no, love, you, you. Do I love
1: when the Yankees lose. But yeah, but be, Sean we, Carlos Stanton is But you is have like no reason for it.
0: At least the Giants or teams that I like play these teams, right? And have rivalries with these teams. The Yankees and Mets hardly play each other. You have no yeah, but reason. We share a You're city. in a different league. Okay. You don't you, you, have you, no you have no reason. No reason to you hate them. You constantly abuse the Jets because they're easy <laughs> targets. It's not my fault.
1: <laughs> it's not my it. fault. It's a... But you, because you One. share a city, no, and that's that's the team that you
0: you want to be better than. them. I and, only trash the Jets to a friend of mine. I don't sit up here opining about how terrible they are and stuff like that. I don't care about the Jets. No,
1: listen, a lot of Our, a lot we of have Giants a mutual fans. friend. We
0: have a mutual friend named Frank that is special. <laughs> okay, and and it's his entire life, and he like let me just give you an example he used to make me watch this was when youtube like first came out he would take me into the basement we were trying to get a card game going he goes before we start you have to watch this and he would make me watch 20 minute clip videos of mark sanchez in college and then tell me that this is the next joe Montana. like so wait so okay so so like i mean so i have no animosity towards the Jets. i never said I have other friends that are Jet fans. I don't go out to and be like, yo, that team fucking blows, right? I don't do that. I don't. But a lot of Giants fans do no, no, no. dislike the Jets. So that's their prerogative. And I think it's fucking stupid. It's I think not. it's stupid if you hate on a team just because they exist in the same city that you did. But that's so, sports. It's, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It, there's no, oh God, this is dumb. Listen. It's listen. Act- Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. There was a power surge. I think what we were doing was we were yelling so much that we caused... Uh, the power to surge, and uh, it—you'll hear where it cuts off, and it's kind of funny, but nonetheless. Um, All right, so let's
1: let's get to the next. topic. Let's get to the next because topic because, because get, this is you ridiculous. know what happens—the Astros are brought up, and you just go down like this rabbit hole that where we went in, out. We went into the rabbit <laughs> we hole. We started screaming
0: in. about the Jets, but now Tony Romo. <laughs> 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 you gotta go. We gotta try to cut into something else here. I didn't want to talk about baseball. But you went right to the fucking question. But Tony Romo got a $100 million deal yeah, he did, to man. announce. And, and a Mi- lot good for him. But wait, Michael Thomas comes out and says, nobody out like that is commenting on football should make that kind of money. You know what I say to Michael Thomas? Fucking quit and go announce. Yeah, really. If you could do it, go ahead and do it. And, How and, are you going to criticize the guy? And Romo is as good as I've seen doing, doing the announcing. When he first hit the scene, right? When he first hit the booth, and he was saying what was going to happen before it happened. It was amazing. It was like watching a football game, the director's cut. You know, what's, <laughs> it was You know, it's
1: incredible. Yeah, I don't understand how Romo can never win when he knows exactly what the hell
0: is going on with the defense. Well, it shows. It just goes to show you that you have to rely on everybody when it comes to a football team. Yeah. I mean, you, you, everyone has Could to be you clicking. And everyone has to be seventeen million a year. That's sweet. I
1: say good for him.
0: He doesn't have to do the Corona <laughs> commercials anymore, right? You know
1: what? He he made it work, man. And he's I knew good. He's I knew really that, I knew
0: that he was going to be good when he did the paper mache Romo guy. What was it like? Remember when he did like the the commercial?
1: No, I don't remember. You that You don't remember
0: one. that where he? I think it was like a Geico commercial or something. I like the Corona ones. And he's like he's, like he's like I made a paper mache of my own face, like and it I really don't remember creepy. that. It was very creepy. It was weird. I gotta I gotta find that. Yeah, he's good. He's good on the Corona commercial too. When he's just like, no, they won't. Like he's he's good. He's got it. And like his analysis is fantastic. And now he's getting a shit ton of money to fucking do it and god bless him for it. I think that's what
1: it is. He has like that it factor.
0: Yeah. Some guys do. Yeah.
1: It's it's weird because like Jason Witten tried it and he was god awful. Yeah, that wasn't good. He was He's
0: like bad. this is so bad. I think I'm going to go play football. Again. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I think the NFL was like, "Jason, you got to get the fuck out of the booth. Get back on the field. Just just go sit down there. Maybe they'll <laughs> <Yeah>. sign you."
0: <laughs> like Go kick rock somewhere else. He's bad. And it's funny because, um, whatchamacallit, who else is really good like that? Who else was a natural? Uh, I love
1: Al Michaels.
0: And you know, a lot no, of people- No, no, people... no. I'm talking about players. Like, Michael Strahan does pretty well, good. Well, Strahan's like, good at everything he does. I mean, he's on talk shows and shit.
1: <laughs> he's just good, good at Good morning Life. America.
0: But wait a minute. Who else? Who else? Because I had a-, a lot Oh, like, of people... like, Pey- like Peyton Manning. Like he, he hasn't been playing football for years. He's still doing those commercials. Yeah, he's still
1: relevant. A lot of people- Listen, and I don't know how you feel about him, but a lot of people hate- Chris Collinsworth. I don't think he's that bad. I'm not saying he's that I'm not saying he's really good, but I don't think he's as bad as people make him. I out I, to I be. don't
0: think I, I I just don't think I like his demeanor. I don't think it, his You're voice like bothers me. To it. Well no, I'm not indifferent. You I mean like his him. his voice bothers me and like he said he called Calvin Benjamin Kelvin Bijou once and like <laughs> just made me call like, Banks is really good. Yeah, Carl Banks is great. He's, he's like he's, he's like a Romo esque type yeah. where he he calls like what like Bob Papa. I love listening yeah. to them on the radio because they they've got a really good. You know what I now. love?
1: I love when. Because obviously we're Rangers fans, so we hear Sam Rosen a lot. I love when he does football games. Yeah, because that guy is just so excited with life.
0: It's so weird. I've seen him (laughs) just do only Carolina Panther games. Does he live down there or something? I don't know. He that's a guy who like he he gets what life is about. There's one thing that I really love about hockey. Not to be bouncing around sport to sport here, but. I remember just going to the Ranger games and getting there early, and like Sam Rosen and Joe McLevy would literally just be walking around. Yeah, and you just say hi to them. You know, (laughs) they're personable. Yeah, they're really personable. Well, that's one
1: thing about hockey players is I think they're they're more down to earth than any other professional athlete.
0: I think so too. It might be a money thing, maybe
1: because baseball players and I've been down to spring training, and I've I've Mm -hmm. been uh, I've met some NBA players, but like hockey players. You just talk to them like they're a yeah. regular sports fan. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, they're really neat. But Tony Romo made a lot of money, and uh, he does deserve it. Man, and God uh, bless him, man. And, and you know what? Like I said, if anyone wants to throw shade on Mr. Romo, why don't you go out there and do it? We're going to get to Butch's phone call right after this music here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to Hot Hot Ham. <laughs>
2: This is Butch of the BNN Show. And um, first time calling in. And I just wanted to let y'all know, y'all doing a good job. I um, appreciate the, some of the shows that y'all actually um, already uh, broadcast. But I'm calling here is my more of a, a complaint. I'm from Philly, and I can't stand Philadelphia fans. I think they're the worst type of damn fans on the planet, all right? Especially them dumb-ass Bum-ass Eagles, right? The only reason why the damn Eagles won the Super Bowl because you forgot half of the offense and defense came from what? New England. And then the minute they retired and got their wing, Eagles ain't win nothing, okay? And then I believe, uh, hmm, your brother was a Giants fan. Giants. We're talking about the Giants. Giants ain't going to do shit, all right? They just going to go down in flames. Hey, I know. Well, what's your team? Yes, my team is Washington, and I know. This Washington is like the fucking Titanic. But I'm the captain and I'm going down with that raggedy ass team. But anybody else you know, can't stand. Um, let me see. Cowboys. You know what? Cowboys are alright. I, I, I don't got no hate with them. You know, they beat up. I mean, everybody's been beating up on my team so I don't really much care. But them damn Eagles fans, I can't stand them. Well, I can't wait to hear y'all shows and um, I you know, hope they um, I hope they I hear from
1: y'all real soon. All right, later. Well, Dom, that was Butch from Philadelphia, who's a Redskins fan. Now, I want to ask you.
0: I'm going to call uh, the, the band played on Butch, uh, <laughs> captain of the fucking Titanic. Himself. I want to ask
1: you because he mm. went in a little hefty on the Giants.
0: Well, he just said they were a bag of dog shit, basically, right? What did he say? They're going go <laughs> to go down in flames. He might be right. I mean, a, <laughs> Listen, the one thing that you could uh, determine about, I mean, when it comes to rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks in a young team, um, it could probably be dog shit. Like, Okay? so And <laughs> like you said, but him- you know what? He He's right because he said the same thing about, basically the same thing about his team, the Redskins. That's what <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say.
1: <laughs> I'll give him credit because he, he let us know that his own team sucks too. It wasn't like he was the fan, oh, the Redskins are going to turn it around before the Giants, blah, 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 blah. But he he kept it pretty consistent, and we agree
0: with him. They may be a flaming pile of dog shit, but they're my flaming (laughs) pile of dog shit.
1: And, Butch, thank you for the call, and uh, everybody out there, you know, get involved. The number is 201-549-9703, and um, we do hate the Eagles fans also. The well, whole, the whole city
0: of Philadelphia. No offense to you, Butch. Get out of there before it burns down because basically you don't need it. What? it was like, if, listen, if you want to know anything about Philadelphia, look up Bill Burr's rant on Philly, and there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much for listening to the Hot Ham Sports episode number four, our podcast. Don't forget that you could be on our podcast. Just call the number. Vin, hit him with the number. 201-549-9703. You, like Butch, can be on our show. Thank you, Butch, for calling in. And Butch, can you, if you could message us, then what you said in the beginning, you were a part of something, and I, and I couldn't. Yeah, your show's name. I couldn't. I couldn't make it out. So if and you we'll could, give you the credit. We'll
1: give you the yeah, shout out. for sh- it.
0: You, shout out to Butch, though, and thank you all for listening. We'll catch you. Hopefully, if I'm alive. Uh... <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna put it on loop. Take care, everybody. God bless.